Hi everyone, welcome to another comics-loving edition of Words, Images, and Worlds. It is a pleasure on this episode to be talking with comics creator Mark Chirello. Mark, thank you for jumping in, joining, and taking a few minutes to talk with me. Oh, absolutely, my pleasure. I will start out by mentioning a couple of titles that I encountered of yours first, a couple of works that uh, have been part of my reading journey. And so uh, I was a big like Elseworlds fan um, in the 90s. And so Batman Houdini being one of those that I know that you worked on. You also had you worked on um, an amazing adaptation of Francis. Francis Ford Coppola's Bram Stoker's Dracula as well, which was uh, Mike Mignola. I think that was the first work by Mike Mignola that I ever saw. Mm -hmm. um, Batman the Spirit, more recently before Watchmen, uh, and, and just an amazing, amazing range of work. So, And I think that was only the Bs, the, the, mostly the <laughs> B list from your your work. There's an entire alphabet of uh, material that you've worked on. So uh, those are some of my favorites, but I know that uh, you probably have your own favorites as well and positive experiences um, that you'll be sharing about. Yeah. Oh, thanks for mentioning some of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, so I usually like to start out by asking kind of a question of what's connected you with visual storytelling. What, what is it about comics that uh, made you kind of go, okay, this is the place that I want to be working in and this is where I want to use my talents. Sure. Um, well, you know, like, like so many kids that grew up in the sixties and seventies television network, television was everything, you know, Mm -hmm. the, the Brady Bunch and I Love Lucy reruns and all that stuff. And I think, you know, you, I think you really start to soak that stuff up subliminally. You're, you're definitely not a 10 year old kid saying, Hey, this is teaching me story structure. It doesn't work that way. You know? Mm -hmm. um, but you realize, you, you realize story structure beginning, middle, end, you know, and, and uh, then you sort of gravitate towards uh slightly more advanced television shows like Columbo, which play with the media and play with the, the way to tell a story. And, and then you get into movies and, you know, Lawrence of Arabia and Planet of the Apes and all the stuff you see as a kid. Um, and hopefully you get a little more sophisticated in, in your approach to what you like. And because movies are so visual, um, you can't help, but if you have it, if you're an artist, if you have any sense of, of uh, graphics or storytelling or picture picture making picture making, um, you can't help but love that stuff. And and when I was a kid, and I, I, and I apologize, I know I'm all over the place with this answer. No, when no, I was you're a, fine. You're fine. Okay. When I was a kid, the the Adam West Batman TV show was such a monstrous hit. It was we all waited. I think it was Wednesdays or Tuesdays. We all waited for that. And um, you know, then you realize, hey, wait a minute, this is from a comic book. I've mm -hmm. seen comic books at the 7-Eleven or at the local drugstore or the cigar shop. So you start buying that stuff. And I was fortunate enough to start reading comics, um, Marvel comics purely. I was a Marvel nut, uh, which is ironic that I ended up working at DC Comics for almost 30 years as their yeah. art director. Um, that's a whole different conversation. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I was fortunate because comics were great. They were so great. Then you had some great writers, Denny O'Neill, Archie Goodwin, Jerry Conway. But for me, the visuals just locked me in. I would often buy comics and not even read them. I would just buy them for the artwork. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, to this day, I'll still go to the comic shop once in a while and pick up something that there's some great artists working in the business. And um, so I think, I, that, I think the moral of the story is, you know, simple television went to complex television, went to movies, went to comics for me. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. And um, I mentioned several of my favorites there, but any particular mile markers in, in your experience, things that you look back on, especially fondly. As a fan, um, those Marvel artists of the of the sixties um, and seventies, I just adore Gene Colan and Jim Steranko. What a brilliant, what a brilliant graphic uh, designer and and storyteller he was. Um, mm-hmm. I was a real big John Romita fan because Spider Man was my guy. Spider Man was my character. I think to this day he's still my uh, my favorite character. Um, yeah, you know I. I look through my comics, my old comics collection all the time. And wow, remember this one? And it's just, it was nostalgia. And I have to give Stan credit. Um, although I don't think Stan wrote much of that stuff. I think it was the artist working on that. But again, that's a, that's a fist fight conversation we shouldn't get into. Um, right, right. You know, I give Stan a lot of credit for really trumpeting uh, the material, the characters, um, and, you know, and therefore the artists. Jack Kirby was a, was a, just a genius. And, uh, you know, after I, as I grew up a, a bit, I started looking around outside of Marvel to see what, you know, what other comics. And I really got into the old Warren black and white comics, creepy and eerie. Mm-hmm. Um, and you had, you had the best artists on the planet drawing that stuff. Um, and I became a big Alex Toth fan who is sort of my God, uh, as it were. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, a lot of a lot of great memories. That, I mean, that's as a fan, a lot of different memories as an art director on staff at DC Comics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what was it like to go from sort of reader to professional in that way? Uh, the uh, well, um, there's a real there was there was a real learning curve because as a fan you're like oh man let's do this you know i know batman isn't supposed to kill anybody but let's have the one comic where batman does kill somebody well no mm-hmm. you can't do that because right, you're right. really you know you're really have you're really the custodian of these characters and um you know paul levitt said it one time he, he said uh you know the fans are important getting a paycheck is important um telling the story is important but the most important thing is the the characters. You have to treat the characters with with respect. And I, you know, that has stuck in my head. And working on Batman, one of my absolute favorite characters, and and Superman, you can't. I think I think for years there there was the desire to adultize these characters or update these or or, or grit and you know grit up these characters and. Yeah, Frank Miller did that well mm-hmm. um, with, you know, with Dark Knight Returns, but not everybody's Frank Miller. And I think you had, unfortunately, you had the characters were mistreated a bit by some creators. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's nice to see that come back around. I worked with a guy named Darwin Cook mm-hmm. uh, for a while, and he really put it back in my head. No, that's not what the original you know, it's not what the original creators wanted for the flash or wanted for green lantern. So we really, 
working with him or Jeff Loeb or Tim Sale, Adam Hughes, those were the artists who and writers who really did embrace those characters in the core. You're telling a morality tale, and and that that makes all that makes all the sense in the world to me, actually. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And Darwin Cook uh, was an, just an amazing artist, amazing visual storyteller. He really was. He was a, he was a great he was a great draftsman. He was a kooky guy. I'm sorry that he passed away years ago. I really miss him. Um, he uh, he was a great artist, but I think he was an even better writer. Mm -hmm. than an artist he was great great as a writer he understood story structure and and what you're trying to tell with these characters using these characters yeah yeah you might have just kind of tipped to this answer but uh, i was curious about kind of the direction that that you like to take in your work and uh, sort of the creative vision that you like to share yeah everybody's different certainly everyone's different and um, I think adult comics are great. I think, you know, I think Vertigo put out some Karen Berger and uh, Shelley Bond put out some great stuff for Vertigo, but that's not my cup of tea. Uh, I don't, I, you know, I might be old fashioned and, and the grandfather of the club, or, you know, the corny one, but I never drew anything as an illustrator, as a painter. I never worked on anything that I couldn't show my parents. Yeah. It's just, you know, and I don't, I don't foist, foist that on other creators, but that's just who I am. Um, mm -hmm. I think you could tell some great, I think the best comics are all age comics, you know, that, mm -hmm. that aren't childish or they're not written down to people. Um, but if, you know, like we're talking about Darwin Cook, he mm -hmm. did New Frontier. You can give New Frontier to any age person, 11 yep. years old or 60 years old. And they're both going to get it and enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. Um, any other creative talents or um, people along the way that were especially helpful or warm collaborations that you'd like to mention? Yeah. I, when I started, my first job in comics was as assistant to Archie Goodwin mm -hmm. uh, at Marvel slash Epic. Um, um, when I've done podcasts in the past, I've mentioned Archie. He was just... He was the best writer I've ever met. He was the best editor I've ever met. Although Mike Carlin would probably want to fight me over that one. Um, uh, he was such a funny guy. He was, look, I had a great dad, uh, but Archie was my surrogate father. He just, I learned so much from him He was on a daily basis. He was such a great talent and a great, a great guy. Um, and then, I, you know, and then going over to DC, I was only at Marvel for like a year and a half. And then I went over, went back to freelance art and then illustration and then started at DC and was there for, I think, 27 years. Mm -hmm. And man, you know, you asked that question, who are the people that made impacts on you? So many people, um, Adam Hughes, a great pal, Adam Hughes, Tim Sale. I really miss Timmy. What a sweetheart and a great artist, great storyteller. Dave Johnson and Howard Shake. I mean, the list goes on forever and ever. It's some really great people. And what's fun about that is, I got to I got to meet and hang out with and work with my heroes, you know, John Buscema and John Romita and Jim Steranko and Jose mm -hmm. Garcia Lopez. Um, I've been really, really fortunate. Yeah, yeah. You're um, one of a, a nice collection of folks who has uh, kind of given tribute 
to Archie Goodwin on the the show as well and just spoken of how uh, kind he was and, and welcoming and supportive. Yeah, he really was. He really was. Um, again, another guy who passed way too, way too early, way too young. Um, but I guess that's, that's the way of the world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I think I have one more official question okay. that I usually hit on and, and then we can hit anything that we might've missed that you want to share. And I always like to ask about current creative directions and that could be anything from uh, current stories that you're telling. I've had people talk about jazz music they're creating. Uh, mm -hmm. An interview earlier this week talked about building a second floor on his house. So it's a, it's a pretty uh, open question mm -hmm. as far as creativity. Um, but then also spaces where people can go and kind of check out more about you and your work. Um, any particular places that you like to connect with readers? Sure. Um, it, you know, it is an interesting journey as I look back on stuff on my career and where it is now, um, I'm back to being a full-time illustrator after all these years. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, I, I'm just, and, you know, I was always one of those artists who never really enjoyed drawing. It was always like, oh my God, the blank page, what am I gonna do? For the first time ever, and I'm in my early 60s, I'm really enjoying drawing and, uh, I'm doing a Batman job right now, and which is with Jeff Loeb. It's top secret, so don't tell anybody. Uh, mm -hmm. It's so much fun to actually draw comics. And years and years ago, 30 years ago, when I did Batman Houdini, it was, it was frightening. I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know what to do. But now I'm sort of integrating all those things I learned as an art director. And yeah. the things I would tell artists, no, don't do this. Make sure you tell this, what's the time frame from panel A to you know, all that stuff, I'm integrating that into my own artwork. And that's yeah. into telling that Batman story. And that's really, really fun. That's really cool. Nice. Um, nice. Yeah. Looking forward to seeing that. Yeah. I'm, I'm digging it. I mean, I, I hope when people see it, they don't go, yeah, you were a better art director <laughs> than an <laughs> artist. But no, nah, it's fun. It's, it's been really fun. Um, you know, and I still do a bunch of illustration. I just art directed for a video game company for the last seven months. And um that was really fun to, to i i enjoyed being an art director because you got to work again you got to work with so many talented people mm -hmm. and you know the fact that i am an artist i think that the artist i was working with as, as an art director being an art director i think they sort of respected that hey mark is not just talking uh -huh. Uh -huh. don't do this do that he could actually do it so i think that helped me as an art director all those years yeah no, you had that buy-in and um the reputation yeah yeah thanks um uh -huh. you know and that's where projects like um uh wednesday comics and solo and batman black and white that's that's why those were so fun because i could call otomo the guy who created akira and you know, and Jim Lee and all these, so many artists, I can't even remember them. Uh, um, it was fun. It was a fun run as art director. But again, I'm really thankful that I'm enjoying what I'm doing right now. Yeah. Well, and all the experience is just, it's welded into your DNA at this point. So it makes sense that as you go to the page, you're bringing all that with you. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that, that last part is conventions, spaces to connect or online spaces, things like that. Uh, anything that you'd like to, to mention in that regard? Uh, I rarely do conventions because I did them for so many years as mm -hmm. the art, as the DC art director. Um, I think I did 28 San Diego cons in a wow. row. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I, you know, I'd be happy not to walk on that floor for a couple <laughs> more years. Um, also, the other thing is I'm just now starting to put out work as an artist and I don't want to, I'm still invited to quite a few conventions and I don't want to sit there and nobody knows who I am. Oh, he wasn't he the art director? No. So the next year when all this stuff is out, um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. then I'll start going to conventions again. Uh, I, people can see my stuff on my Instagram page. I think it's Mark M A R K C H I D C Mark C D C on Instagram. I usually post stuff on there that I'm allowed to post. That's that's the best use for Instagram, honestly. Honestly. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Yeah, all the people I follow are are artists. Yeah. I don't I don't gab with people. I just look at their art and I guess they look at mine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well Mark, did we miss anything that you want to make sure to share before we close out? No, I guess that's it. I'm glad we touched on storytelling, how important that is. That's everything to movies, television, comics. Um, you can't come back to that enough. That's what everything's about. Yeah. yeah. And, the, and the visual I'm getting tells the story because around you are all of these books and characters and uh, all of these shout outs to storytelling. So I appreciate that very much as well. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, well, thank you so much, Mark. May the creating continue and looking forward to seeing the work that's on the way. Thanks, man. I'll, uh, I'll talk to you soon. All right.